0: Welcome to the Sales Navigator Live Show with Stan and Bryn. Join LinkedIn expert and sales professional Bryn Tillman and me, Stan Robinson Jr., Chief Coaching Officer here at Social Sales Link, as we bring you the best tips and strategies for leveraging Sales Navigator for your sales success. Enjoy the show.
1: Hello. Hi. Hi, Stan. How are you?
0: Excellent. Happy Monday.
1: Happy Monday. Happy Sales Navigator Monday.
0: Happy Monday. Exactly. Exactly. So today we're looking forward to talking about Sales Nav has so many different features. A lot of times it's easy to overlook some of the most powerful features or we may start using them and then just kind of forget about them during the course of things because we're I also do that a lot. Yeah. So it's it is very, very easy to do. So we're going to start with things that anyone who has a Sales Navigator license can access. OK. 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 And then we'll move to a couple of, uh, of features that you need the uh, Sales Navigator Advanced to okay. be able to access. So first of all, are we've talked about alerts, but this is just a gentle reminder that, that we all have the ability to bookmark alerts. Right. And since alerts, and we have both account alerts and lead alerts, both are triggers for sales opportunities. Sales navigators trying to help us easily see where we may have opportunities to start conversations with people and accounts of interest to us. So we're all busy. We may be you know, just glancing at the Sales Navigator homepage and see something that's of interest, but we don't really have time to dive into it right there, or respond to it. Mm-hmm. So one of the capabilities of Sales Navigator is there's a little bookmark icon that we can use just to bookmark the alert so that we can come back to it. So with with activities like that, we definitely suggest that you you block a little bit of time in your calendar, both to bookmark and to check the bookmarks, because that's Mm -hmm. the other side. We can bookmark something, but if you're like me, may come back two weeks later and say, Oh my goodness, I forgot, <laughs> I forgot to check all those bookmarks. So yeah. friend, any thoughts on on that ability just to be able to book? Yeah, them?
1: I've got lots of thoughts on this. And and you know, when we talked about this earlier today, and you brought this one up. Um, I was like, Yeah, this is brilliant. And I forget to use this feature. So Ideally, and you can filter your um, your newsfeed, right? So you, as you mentioned, you can filter it by accounts. you can filter it by leads. you can filter it by, by changed um, like uh, executives and, and um, lead shares that's sharing content. So you can filter this and then for specific things that you really want to act on, Um, But as you said, you may you may look through and go, okay. here are seven things I want to act on over the next week. Yeah. So I go in and I click my bookmarks and then each day part of my activity is to go into my bookmarks and engage with one of them or Mm -hmm. two of them based on your time. So what we know, especially so there's there's three triggers that we know are incredibly effective. One is a lead share. If a lead shares content, they are thrilled when you engage. So let's say you've got, you've saved some leads that are second degree connections. They have no idea who you are. <laughs> you're not on their radar at all. When they share content and you engage a couple things, number one, it feels organic. It doesn't feel like you pulled them up on a list, even though you did in sales. <laughs> navigate, but it, it feels organic. So now you go in, you engage, you comment, you like on that content and all of a sudden you matter to them. Right? Mm-hmm. But there may be 15, 20 things or 20 shares of people that you've saved and you can't do it all at once. But when you come back tomorrow there's new stuff. Yeah. So exactly. that bookmark is a great way to go in You bookmark all these lead shares, and then you get you get you know you put twenty minutes a day in your calendar to engage, and you start there. You start with the leads that you saved that shared content. Now go through for some people, the change job is is a big one. For other folks, you know, I mean, like there's so many different. It might be um, a funding event by an account that is really important. important to you. So figure out what is most important to you. Take a look. And you don't have to do it every single day, but every couple of days, take a look, filter it to the things that matter to you and use that bookmark. And now you've got activities that are completely aligned with your prospecting efforts. You don't have to worry about random acts of social. These are purposeful acts. Yeah. That are the yeah. opportunities. Okay. I really loved that one, Stan. Sorry I went on and on and on.
0: No, that's great because because as you said, it helps to eliminate random acts of social because we're all looking for opportunities to engage. And it's like, mm-hmm. okay, and you know you go to the person's activity And Sales Navigator is just kind of putting it up first on a platter saying, hey, here they are. All you have to do is engage with them.
1: Yeah, it's really, and that's one of the most powerful, there's so much power in Sales Navigator, but the fact that we have a completely customized news feed that is just about the accounts and the leads that we told Sales Navigator that we care about. Is just, I think, the most powerful sales tool available to us today. Yep. What's next? Number two,
0: the second one is the ability to exclude certain things from searches. Mm-hmm. So we're all used to looking for, okay, what do I need to include if my territory is uh, Texas and, and um, so forth, so I need to include that and then by titles and so forth and so on. But there are times when it's very helpful to be able to let Sales Navigator know what you don't want to see, mm-hmm. search results. And that applies to both lead searches and account searches. Now, there are a lot more filters for leads than there are for accounts, understandably. But you do have the ability to exclude certain things in both. So the one other thing that I'll mention, because I know I'll forget this if I don't right now, is (laughs) when you're in a filter and you pull up, say, geography, and maybe you have I don't know, Pennsylvania, but Philadelphia is not yours.
1: Mm, that's perfect.
0: So okay, show me Pennsylvania, but let me exclude the Greater Philly area or whatever, because you can do it by counties, you can do it by state, by metro area, etc. Oh so, yeah, just wanted to mention that.
1: That's for, a good one. I have another one. Great. That that made me think of. So you inspired me. In industry, take out your own, right? Ooh. Like if you're searching for leads, so let's say you're a banker and you're gonna search for executives in a business development role, not uh, you know or they wouldn't do that. never mind. CEOs in manufacturing. I'm thinking of who I want to meet. So you're a banker and you want CEOs uh, in manufacturing so you don't have to take out banker. I'm thinking this on the fly, yeah. but I think, all right, but you get where I'm going with my brain, Ex- right? Exactly. Take yeah, because you're
0: not going to prospect your own industry.
1: Yeah, but I haven't come up with the exact example in my head. The other thing that you can take out um, are like self-employed. So mm. instead of picking everyone, you could probably take out a self-employed. Um what are I mean there's a lot of filters that we could exclude from
0: Yep and this is also why we suggest making a list of your clients and your competitors for example because you can also exclude lists from search
1: Oh that's a brilliant one Like let's go deeper on that talk about that
0: Yes. Yeah, so, for example, you you don't want to prospect your competitors. So, you put together an account list of all your competitors. And when you're setting up search filters, and I think on past episodes, we've talked about setting up kind of a first base search where you just yeah. do a, a template that you can reuse and just tweak each time. Mm-hmm. But one of the things you'll want to do is say, well, I don't want to prospect my competitors. If you're an SDR, for example, charged with Greenfield accounts or new logos. Well, you don't want to prospect your existing clients. So that's a good reason to have a list of all your existing clients, because you know, I don't want to prospect them because I'm looking for new logos in that example.
1: I love that. That's really smart You. So I'm going to recap what you said. Let's go with customers. I'm prospecting, uh, but we have 27 customers that I don't want to even go near. So I save them all in one list that's called current customers. Now I go in to do my search and I go down to the, um, say, is it saved leads maybe? I have to go look and you exclude that lead search name so wait i'm going down so it's account list save leads and accounts yeah lead lists so under workflow you go in and you choose that competitor or client list but you exclude instead of include and you don't accidentally prospect an existing client yep it's brilliant exactly exactly Uh, I love it, love it, love it. Okay, what's next?
0: So, yeah, the time flies so quickly. So next three we're going to talk about you need advanced to do. So one is it's simple. It's not as exciting as some of the ones we've talked about. Wait, but you l- is-
1: can we just mention what advanced is for folks?
0: Okay, yep. So if you're, say, a solopreneur, you can sign up for Sales Navigator Core and you have access to the search filters and so forth. But there, there are a few features, like some of the ones we'll be talking about next, that you don't have access to. And that's the one that's the most affordable, mm-hmm. gets you into using Sales Navigator. Now, I understand, is it under advanced that you can sign up as a team of one? Yes. Okay, okay. So if if you have the budget, you can sign up for advanced and get access to all the features that we're going to be talking about here mm-hmm. as well, so the pri- and the other difference is the ability to if you have a team if you're all on the same license so the mm-hmm. team under the same license and we'll be talking about this in a few minutes, you'll have the ability to share certain types of information with your teammates very easily if you yeah. have. Advanced license.
1: And then there's advanced plus, which most companies have bigger companies because you can connect to the CRM. What we have, we have a team of four and we have sales navigator advanced right in the middle, not the core, not the plus. I, yeah. This is like baby bear. Just right. <laughs> um, so Stan, what's the first one that comes with that advanced uh uh, license
0: so the first one is that you can upload a list of accounts so say a csv file mm-hmm. so we talked about just for an example if you wanted to create a list of your existing accounts because it's a good idea to have in there mm-hmm. both for exclusions and it signals the algorithm and all kinds of good stuff but you can uh, put all your accounts in a file csv You just have to make sure that the fields are named correctly, and Sales Navigator talks you through exactly what to name each of the columns, and then you can upload it. So rather than having to put your accounts in and search from one by one, you can just upload the file with all of your accounts or really whatever you choose, but presumably it's going to be your accounts Mm -hmm. into Sales Navigator. And so that's just something that makes your life easier, not as exciting perhaps in in some worlds as exclusions and some of the other things we'll talk about, but very helpful, huge time saver.
1: Absolutely, and and there are some folks that get a hundred accounts to their like they you know where they're assigned. If you're in an account based sales or marketing type company, and like here's your hundred accounts this helps with that. So, um, I think that's really valuable. It may not be as sexy as the other ones, but it's very helpful. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. And the,
0: the next one that we'll be talking about is the ability to share different things with your teammates. And then Mm -hmm. we're going to get to the fun one at the very end. I I saved, I saved that one for last, but, um, the ability to share information with your teammates. Mm -hmm. So for example, you can add your own notes to a lead profile, as an example. And you can make those notes either private or public. So if you, for some reason you're the only person that you want to see these notes, you can make it private. But in most cases, you want to share. So just make it public so your teammates can see
1: those same notes. Right. And, and public just means your team can see them. It's not like exactly. Public.
0: Yeah. So exactly. I've, had,
1: I've had clients ask me if I make this public, will the client see or my notes? Be able to no. see.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And um, so no one can see the notes except for you or and your teammates. So you can share notes. You can also share uh, searches. Mm-hmm. So if you set up an ideal search, Parameter with it, and and it's bringing you the exact results that you want. And Mm -hmm. say you've got a teammate Mm -hmm. that is prospecting the exact same profile as you, except that they have a different geographic territory. Well, you can share, easily share the saved search with your teammate. All they have to do is go in, change to their own geographic territory, and they've got the search.
1: So those are just a, a couple of can things. One, Go ahead. Yep. Absolutely. If you are working with a BDR or SDR, yeah, you can create a list of folks that you can then say, oh, I know this person, or um, you know, I'll reach out to them, or can you reach out to this person and mention this, right? And it's all in one so you can have in one place, you know, a, yeah. a a big list of the people that you've determined you're gonna um tag team on or work on. And then if you have, there are some collaborative sales teams now, which are very interesting, where you have a tech person who's in sales and then the relationship builder in sales. Mm -hmm. And while the CRM should be your primary place for all these notes, you don't want to mess it up with pre-sales, pre-qualified leads. Like you don't want to add all of these um, not yet qualified opportunities into your CRM. So there's a lot of pre-CRM activity that can happen in a collaborative sales environment via Sales Navigator.
0: Yep, exactly, exactly. And Bryn, you just just mentioned the other category of share that I was going to mention, which were you can share lists. Yep, no, that's fine um, because... Yep, because that was, that was one of the other things. Um, so sharing information. Now, the last one, number five, are smart links. And though we've, we've talked about smart links before, but smart links are just a super cool feature of Sales Navigator, formerly known as Point Drive. believe it goes back a while, but smart links, they allow you to use one link to share multiple pieces of content with whoever you like to send it to. And then as they start looking at the content in there, or if they share it with their teammates, even better, Mm -hmm you Mm -hmm. can see exactly how much time they're spending on each piece of content and who they've shared it with so brent i know you you love smart links and use them extensively um thanks mel (laughs) so your thoughts just on on smart links because it's a
1: fabulous tool so you know, it's interesting. Um, I use Smart Links for lots of things. I use it for Content Hub. Uh, so if I have information that I want to share, maybe to all in one industry, and then I can see who's, int- who's looking at it, who's downloading it, how interested are they. But I also share my proposals in Smart Links so I can see who's looking at it. And we currently have a proposal out for a company that we worked with three years ago. And I saw that he clicked through the three year old smart link. Wow. So I reinitiated the conversation, and we now have a proposal out again. There is no way if I had just sent a proposal that I ever would have known that he was interested again. Three years almost. That's November amazing. will be three years. It's amazing. So, so the using smart links is really smart and it's underutilized. There's so many ways to use it, not just who's looking at my content, but who's looking at my proposals, who's looking at um if you're you're even internally collaborating with people, it's like one hub for you guys to look look at. So just as there's a lot of ways to use smart links, ultimately, the goal is using the da- data the right way.
0: So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And I, I, yep. And I know I've used it just to put a presentation on, send it to myself, just in case. Um, yeah. Anything goes wrong when I'm presenting exactly. somewhere.
1: Cause you can download it. Yeah. That's great. Exactly. And anyone can download it from their computer. They don't have to log into anything. Ah, look at that's another wonderful way to use it. I love it. Yes. Um, yes. now side note, you can take your link, your share link and create a QR code. In Canva or in a bit.ly, you could go in and create a QR code. Um, so if you're doing any kind of pre- presentation or you want to put it on a business card, um, you know, you can draw people to a lot of these uh, hubs of content uh, in, in many different ways. Oh, you could also use a link, by the way. I just thought of this. In your profile, there's a call to action link, right in the, near the top of the fold, where you can send mm-hmm. them. We send them to um, socialsaleslink.com/library for people to sign up for a free library. But if you don't have, like, you're a bigger company, maybe you don't have access to the website for content. You can create the hub in in Smart Links. Mm-hmm. And have that as your call to action on your profile. And you can see who's clicking through. Through, Yes. We so have to, that, that's, that's the first a new one. Time we, that's a new one. Yes. And sometimes I love just doing this because we come up with new ideas when we're live. <laughs>
0: exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And um, the QR code, I remember when you were mentioned that one time in the past, I said, that's Awesome. Never yeah. thought of that. And yeah. anyone that's done presentations, the number one question is, will you all be sending out the presentation afterwards? And instead you can just tell people, pull out your phone,
1: take you a picture, it, yeah. and you've got it. Yep. And you know who got it, at it, who's downloading it. So, you know, often if you go, okay, uh, I'll have the host of this event email you a PDF, you have no data, no intel. With smart links, you do. Stan, as always, this is so much fun. I look forward to these every single week.
0: Yes. And speaking of which, um, just in case you don't remember, well, we'll be, we're looking forward to the next one. We won't tell you what the next topic will be. Um, but it will be good. It will be good. And SalesNav just keeps making changes. So do contact yeah. us with anything that you'd like to hear us talk about.
1: Ooh, can I also and- throw out, sure. go to socialsaleslink.com slash events and scroll down. And once a month, we have a Be Our Guest to Coaching. So if you have questions, that's a great place to come ask Dan and myself and Bob Woods and gunnerhood questions
0: yes exactly so those are always fun it's like getting four coaches for the price of one
1: so to speak it's amazing well, and the be our guest is free it's free so how about that it's free oh, so exactly. Bryn,
0: thanks so much this has been awesome and we'll bye. see you next time bye guys bye thanks for listening And join us again for more insights on Sales Navigator and social selling strategies that will differentiate you from your competitors and accelerate your sales success. In the meantime, you can go to socialsaleslink.com forward slash library for free content on LinkedIn, Sales Navigator, and Social Selling.